Welcome to Ish Happens, the podcast. Not that Ish is happening in your life currently, but we can get into that too. You have your girl Kit here and Brett, and today we're going to be talking some shit. As always, we have new episodes coming to you every Wednesday. Make sure you're also following us on IG, Ish Happens Podcast, and we have a website, ishhappenspodcast.com, where you can see uploads of previous episodes, blog posts about current events, and much more. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. so hard not to laugh so look y'all <laughs> let's because ish happens so before we even get into it that's why we're even starting this episode off kind of weird oh because like let me just tell you real quick that hey now is brit <laughs> i don't get i don't get it i don't get it i don't get it i don't get it i love everybody in my house i love everybody in my house i love quinn i love the dog but look, it's hard out here trying to create my own black legacy because it feels, oh, look, look, and now I hear him getting louder. And it's like, you know what? I love animals. I love my dog. I love Draco. I promise you I do. But I just feel <laughs> like he just be testing me like a child. Like he just be <laughs> testing me. And at the end of the day, like, I would never hurt him. I never would. I just put him in his crate. So he could just chill out and he's not running around, um, knocking into the equipment. Because if he does that, oh my gosh, Draco, you're just going to get louder? Is it because I'm talking about you? I don't want him <laughs> knocking into the equipment because I tried my very, very best to make sure all of the episodes and the content that you as listeners con- like consume and engage with it sounds good oh my gosh draco but you know i just feel like the moment i turn the mic on everything else just like everything else just just just, turn up just turn up just turn up (laughs) and you know what like yeah i just had to vent real quick i'm trying to build my own black legacy i'm trying to build my own black legacy but my little black puppy right here draco (laughs) he just wanna he just wanna do the most all right (laughs) Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) You know, you could have been said you had to go out there. (laughs) All right. That felt... Hold on. You know what, kid? I got something for us. I got something for (laughs) us. Because, you know, we're talking about... This is a really good... I feel like everyone is going to need to hear this episode. Because as a black people, as a black community... As a race, as an ethnicity, what what are we technically? What like what is it? What is it? What is black besides the color? As it relates to like race and ethnicity, you know, because recently when we uh, did our thirsty Thursday, our last thirsty Thursday, we engaged with one of our uh, what do you want to one of our what do you call it? I don't know what to call people that engage with our content. One oh, of our viewers, one of our subscribers. I guess I like lovers. But we could say like supporters. One of our supporters. I like supporters. Me too. Lovers can get kind of weird. Yeah. Definitely get kind of weird. Real quick. <laughs> Completely left. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we. Anyway, she's from. <laughs> uh, she's from Canada. 
and yes Aaliyah. Aaliyah, yeah shout out to you she has her own podcast the finding me, me podcast y'all the finding me podcast make sure you check out her content as well okay so she's black at least to me she's black yeah. but she says she she considers herself a black canadian mm-hmm. so black so what that means to me is black is like a universal thing black doesn't have to necessarily mean that you no, but then it gets tricky because what about Hispanics? What you mean? And Latinos, like people over in like the UK or just wherever, right? Who is the same color as me? At what point do you not consider them black and you call them something else? I'm confused. Can you clear that up for me? Like, what is it? What is black? Well, that gets convoluted real quick. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because for most quote unquote Hispanics, to me, maybe it's just me Afro-Latina. being an asshole. To me, Hispanics are people from Spain. That's just me, like a Span, an actual Spaniard. Hispanic, I feel like, is a culture. Like you're Latin speaking, which is well, nobody really speaks Latin. But never, nevertheless, like, you quote-unquote speak Spanish, but not really, because it's different than they're from Spain. But it puts them in the cusp of being Latin. The culture, to me, is Hispanic. Like, I don't know. I could be off on I could be off. Well, let me just I tell you spiraling. what I... Yeah, right. So, still, even still, I put it in Google... What makes you a black person? I don't know. That's the best way I could word it. So maybe Google could give me some. Because I just typed in what is black. And then it's like black. Is a color. color. And it's just, <laughs> all right, Google. Because obviously I can tell, like, from what I've Googled before, like, you you give me other suggestions that would signify that a person of my stature would be interested in. I'm just saying, like, the way analytics work, I'm just saying, I'm sure my Google should have known what I meant. By Googling what is black, but okay, maybe maybe Google is set up like that though because they could have knew what I meant, but they're going to give me the color because if I would have seen something else, then I could have just you know gotten offended. Okay, I got you. So I typed in what makes you a black person. It says black people Wikipedia. That's the first article. Shout out to Wikipedia. You know I donate every time I get the little box up because you know Wikipedia has been holding me down since elementary school. Since elementary school, so, you know, if y'all need more, you know, a little $35 here, I'll give it to you, whatever. Uh, Next one, HuffPost. What makes a person truly black? The complicated intersection of genetics and race. This sounds like a really good one. However, I don't know how I feel because it was written back in 2016, but let's just see what they say. Nope. This is more like a personal related testimony. Mm. I have come up. Oh, well, maybe. Maybe it's something good in here. So let me read this to y'all real quick. So the person says, I have come up with the following questions to try and understand what makes a person really black according to mainstream culture. Yes, because one of the things we tackle here on Ish Happens is that, you know, we're going to challenge society's standard views. 
on certain topics and you know really just think deeper about them Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day we're all just humans we're all just people we're all just here we were born and then we die we know that like that's the end goal for everybody unless science comes up with some other reason to yeah no death is just inevitable period let's move on um and she goes on to say for example is blackness experiential Cultural and circumstantial. Okay, Meaning, are they trying to say spiritual? What was e- experiential. Like, from experience. Yeah. Like, okay. did you experience Okay. a black experience? But then she has bullet points, right? Mm-hmm. Being raised by two black parents. Ability. <laughs> oh, these are questions. These are questions. Okay, As I was about to, to say. Be, right. Okay, does it mean being raised by two black parents? Is it your ability to twerk or do the wop? What is the wop? I don't know. I hope that's not it because I don't know how to do it. Maybe I'm not black. Let's move on. Knowing, knowing all the lyrics to the Wiz, I also have not seen the Wiz. <laughs> First of all, I feel attacked right now. Being raised in a black neighborhood. Now that I have having ancestors slave. Hmm. I need to go a little bit more far back and find out if they were, if they were actually just native people or I'm pretty sure they were slaves. I'm pretty sure they were slaves. Cause it's, I don't know. I just feel like with my family, like especially my family and then from my own personal experience, like we, we've been through some shit and like somehow we still remain strong and resilient. And I feel like that, you know, other people, like in other families like mine and other people like myself like I think it's just in us I think it's just like that's something you only get because as I've been doing more you know getting more in tune with myself Mm -hmm. and discovering you know why I am the way I am and looking back at past experiences and just doing a lot of reflecting even with the people who uh contributed to how I was and what they've been through I realized that we've all been through some deep and heavy shit, but we all managed to, like, pretend like we were okay. And just keep it moving. And keep it moving, but, like, internally, like, we just fucked each other up on the outside. Like, we just seemed like everything was all good. And that makes me uh, just reflect and be like, you know, we had to be slaves. Because, like, that's not... Most people who go through heavy shit, though, like, Mm -hmm. you can either deal with it by just pushing through mm-hmm. the best way you can or you can end up that shit crazy and no one really ended up that shit crazy like um if you heard some of these stories it probably should have even myself so so i don't know i really don't know um reading the autobiography of malcolm x actually i am working on that currently i printed out a, a book list it says a hundred must read books for African Americans, and I've just been working my way down the list. The first one was the autobiography of Malcolm X. So then I've heard bullet points. It says blackness is generally quantified by the amount of melanin in your skin or your hair texture. Hmm. But does one need to be chocolate or brown? Your hair texture. Or your hair texture. Does one need to be chocolate brown like supermodels Naomi Campbell or Tyson Beckford to really be black? Nah, because I'm not on the dark. I don't like... Yo, why do we... Hmm. Why Why? Why are we the only... You don't hear white people out here comparing how white they are. 
Hmm. Or if they're more red or more orange or more pink or more like pale. Like, why are we the ones that like categorize ourselves? Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, I mean, that's a lot. I said a yeah. lot, but, and I still don't know what it means to be black. So, kick. <laughs> take <laughs> right. it away real quick. I mean, shoot, that's perplexing because it's been so much sectionalizing and categorization between us because I don't know, you divide and conquer and the more and more they're able to put us on opposite ends for something to bicker about whether it be colorism whether it be texturism whether it be misogyny, whether it be so many different variables within our own circle but yet people are always able to infiltrate it and it's not necessarily just our fight like it's kind of like we don't always hear about other people's struggles or their internal house problems like whatever is happening behind closed doors within that particular quote-unquote culture or ethnicity we don't really hear it but when it comes to us, everybody and their grandmother's aware of it. And it's like, why? Like, why do we have to always bicker out loud? Kind of like when you see an angry couple out in the street, and it's kind of like, damn, can they take that in the house? Sometimes, but sometimes I gotta let Naz know right then and there. <laughs> well, I'm never really, we're never really that angry, but you might be like, damn, why she come for her man's like that? Oh, can I even eat these? Does this have gelatin in it? I don't know. I got it from the smoke shop. Uh, I don't know. Sorry. I thought it would help. (laughs) I'm thinking maybe, you know, with you being vegan, a lot of... I don't know. I thought they would have considered that. Maybe it does say it on the label, but I didn't bring it back here. I'll eat it for you. There you go. Sorry. My bad. Oh, good girl. That's funny. Damn, that sucks. Well, it doesn't suck, but I tried to do a nice thing. Right. I wonder if this sounds like I'm peeing. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm just pouring some water. Don't mind us. Thirsty, thirsty. Nah. Yeah. Damn, I should have brought a cup. Do you have this? I think it's on the table. I had a glass. Um, I had a glass on the table. I had some water earlier. Was it like a skinny glass? No, it was like a square, tall glass. It wasn't like the one that was Ready? Okay. Um, what was I saying? Oh, sectionalization. Oh, yeah. When you see couples out. Yeah, like, I was analy—I was doing an analogy, so how, like, quote-unquote black people's problems are always out in the open, and it's not, like, we're conscious or in the know about other people's cultures' problems. Like, we're always allowing people to come to our barbecue and be in our midst, but... Yeah, everybody still, gets invited to the cookout. Right, but we don't have those same privileges. And so, to an extent, why do we continue to include everybody? Because then when the fight actually comes for us to have to, like, stand up and say something, we're still alone. 
So, I think when it comes down to it, um, it even with myself, it comes down to educating, educating our families, and even educating ourselves on, you know, what it means to be black anyway. Like really knowing your history. Mm-hmm. Um, when I think about it, I know about everybody else's history and right, but I don't even, you know. To that extent about my own about my own right and there were some discussions but like when my great-grandmother was alive and like the older people in my family like my great-grandmother's generation but you know they're passing away they're getting older of course and mm-hmm. memories and you know everything that comes with old age mm-hmm. and then uh my grandmother's generation like they're so consumed with their own stuff like their own families their own life like uh, I think we are so distracted. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not really taking the time to focus on what really matters when it comes down to it. My grandmother is a part of like the baby boomer generation. I think it was that generation right there. Um, it was during like the civil rights and all of that, like the baby boomers, like mm-hmm. the fifties and shit. Um that transitional period where my grandmother's parents, so my great-grandmother's generation, they were out there fighting and marching for their rights because they knew they didn't receive. But somewhere down the line, and hmm. this is just, you know, look, this is just me speaking, I think somewhere down the line, the civil rights movement and what it meant to actually be well, well technically we still not free but in in this sense we're going to just say it to be free and to have more freedom to be to be included mm-hmm. in other countries not countries in other cultures and other experiences you know and then being told we should be grateful because we had to fight. Like, you know, we were out there getting um, sprayed with hoses and getting dogs set on us. Mm. And it's like being grateful for that. Being grateful you can go to school and you don't have to, like, you know, walk miles for your bus stop or, you know, whatever, right? I think we got so caught up in the being grateful and what others did before us that eventually we just... Stop. stop being grateful you know what i'm saying we stopped being grateful in the sense of it didn't need to it was already implemented into us that we should be grateful that we can do it and we don't need to complain that we don't really need to fo- yeah complacency not really focusing on oh actually yes we're included but we still deserve more we still deserve more and um, then being told that no, uh, what you have is enough. What you You're have fine. is enough because it could be worse. Right. And then not even thinking about too. it. And, you know, and then women, yeah. you know, women being out of the home, they're able to work the same jobs. And then the focus not really being on family. I think a lot of the problems that we have in the world right now is because no one is focused on home life or on mm. value. But I'm also scared that, you know, once people realize that they need to start doing that, then it stops. It stops other stuff. And I really feel like the world just works on a cycle. It really just works on a cycle to say this. You start focusing more on your home and your living situation and family and mental health and all of that, spirituality, mm. that 
you start saying like, hey, this job really isn't good for me. Like, I'm going to take mental health days now. My sick days can be used for that, not just for when I'm like, I can't speak or, you know, I got a cold because mm-hmm. I could be like a whatever to the company, the environment, because I'm sick. Yeah. And like, no, Ashley, you need to go to therapy or actually, you know what, money, money doesn't, money does not make me happy. Mm. So I'm just going to do, you know, mental health. Like, let's rally for mental health. Let's rally for togetherness. Let's rally for therapy. And then it becomes this thing where now everyone's crying it, right? And probably, I ain't going to lie to you, probably all got, like, we all got trauma in some form or fashion. Mm -hmm. And once we start realizing it, right, then it becomes this thing where it's not so helpful from the outside. It, It starts to become a thing where it actually is looked at. As an excuse, then we're gonna, then we're gonna stop focusing on it because look, everybody has it now, mm-hmm. and no one focuses on it anymore. <laughs> and then it's problems just repeat, and then yeah. problems just repeat. And so, same thing with like starting home with the family, like you know, to create a black legacy is it takes a lot. It is not just it's not just one thing either that one generation can accomplish, mm-hmm. nor can one person, nor can one movement, not the Black Lives Matter, matter not the, you know, how everybody is coming together in support of um, Nipsey since he passed. You know, it's a big thing now to use the marathon yeah, continues because of what Nipsey was doing. First of all, y'all weren't paying attention to the man when he was alive, but... you, when he was dropping Nicky Jim. But okay, same for Kobe. A lot of people didn't know about what Kobe had accomplished, what he was doing really, for yeah. his own community um, until he passed away. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, why aren't y'all paying attention? You want to know why? Hmm. Because it doesn't matter to you. You don't think it matters to you. Yeah. And so you find out that it actually didn't matter. You need to do stuff for yourself. But then people get the idea of, you know, that doing stuff for themselves means like going out into the world to make this huge, big impact and this huge, big difference. And even myself, I was thinking that at first, but then, um, you know, since the release of the last episode, literally that day, as soon as I hit, like, done recording, life, like, look, it's just be happening, life happening. I realized that, you know, at the end of the day, I can go out and want to do all these great things, but I don't have to touch thousand fucking lives right to make a it doesn't have to in be in the a world. grand scale it doesn't have to be in the grand scale because it, everything kind of works like a domino effect yes it does you build a legacy by you know doing what you can you just do your part and yes things that are under your immediate control, control you do. and paying shit forward and even starting with yourself mm-hmm. getting that together and then getting your family together and then anyone close to you in your close circle, like friends, you know, employers, colleagues, whatever, and just just showing them that, look, there there's better out there. Mm-hmm. But then going back to building a black legacy as black people, it's hard for us to do that because we have so many, we have so many other dynamics to it. That's like we can't even pinpoint where to start for real because it feel comes like down more to like hurdles, co- hurdles like the colorism thing. Mm-hmm. If you grew up by. struggling, or if your parents, you know, didn't, did you come from a single parent household, or 
were you like an actual family unit? Unit like are your parents what together? What we're told, like, what we're shown, like mm-hmm. a lot of kids don't even know that there ever was a Black Wall Street. Some of them have no idea that there have been multiple communities, just like a little China, a little Italy, or whatever have you, full of African American people who were very successful. Every business within that 10-mile, 20-mile radius were black-owned people. Laundromats, your banks, your stores, your supermarkets, like, whatever have you, they were within their own world, basically supporting each other, and the money was generating and continuously flowing within that neighborhood. Like, if you think about it now, consciously, like, a dollar from a black person comes back in the community maybe once within a year or twice within a year or something like that, Whereas if we spend money for a white person or an Asian person or an Indian person or whatever have you, it goes a lot faster and it goes a lot further. And it's just crazy how we just don't, we don't have any type of real commodity and respect for each other because we're Mm. bickering and just (laughs) ignorant to what the bigger picture is. Like, who gives a fuck about what her hair looks like? Who gives a shit about how light skin she is or how dark skin she is? Mm. Like, what does that matter? Can we get to this bag? Like, that's why we're all sitting here broke because we're sitting here talking about the wrong shit. Our focus is definitely in the wrong direction. And until we get that straight and just let it bygones be bygones, because one thing I do not have time for is arguing about some bullshit. Ooh. Like, people be like, "Yo, you're mad chill." You know why? Because I don't have time being stressed out, especially over somebody's fucking hair and their complexion. She's not me and I'm not her. Whatever her struggle is, I can't fight it and she can't fight mine. We all got our own shit to do, but at the end of the day, we need to come together and get this bread mm. and build our communities back up and, and know who ourselves. we are. And like, right, because we're not, you know, going back to, just going back to how it was mentioned when we had Darren Adam on the, um, on an episode, uh, episode seven, mm-hmm. right? flight or freeze mm-hmm. and he was talking about how it always seems like you know I kind of even forget about the other races in the sense of it's just always white white people black <laughs> and I know it's not but when it comes down to it like I don't get nervous or I don't really recognize mm-hmm. like that there could be an issue because of someone's race mm-hmm. or ethnicity or religion like when they're in front of me versus how I feel when I'm in front of like a white person perfect example um, like I was telling you earlier I had recently worked a boat show mm-hmm. Um, I was working for Ford as a brand ambassador for a boat show here in Virginia Beach and it wasn't until about like midway through my shift that I realized that I was the only black person. I didn't see a lot of black families that day. I saw a few, but not that many. Um, I realized that I was really the only one out here working for a major company that was black. I think I was the only one. I think I was the only one. I didn't see anybody. I, I didn't see anyone, uh, not even another person of color um, working the event unless they were, like, ticketing people or, like, janitors. Yeah, yeah, like, janitorial staff. Um, hmm. 
and it wouldn't have normally bothered me until I realized it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like until I realized it, and it's just like, damn. Well, is it because they're white? Is it because they're white? I mean, because I don't have a problem with white people. Mm-hmm. But then I just started to realize, like, damn, I'm the only black person. Yeah. I'm the only black person, and I'm it's the like, oh, like pepper in here. Oh, right. Sometimes that that can be interesting because yeah, I'm the same way. Like. It's very often I that I'm around forgot. a lot of white people, and I'm not being conscious about the fact that I'm the only black person around. But then at some point, like you, you said, like you do, it. and you're like, wait. Hold on. Am I representing my people well right now? Because <laughs> your girl, you're like, I'm just always myself. Right. I'm always myself. I'm always smiling. I'm always laughing. I'm always joking. Uh... I feel like I'm very friendly and inviting. Mm-hmm. And I did that, of course. Like, I'm working my job. Like, I'm just always myself. Yeah. But then it was at a certain point where I still just think like, to myself, like, damn, I'm really the only black person. I was just like, damn, like, is this? And some of these people out on MAGA hats. Hey. So, check <laughs> this. Once I start seeing the hat, one, one hat was fine. Two or three, I'm just like, okay. Okay. Like, yeah. They're trickling in. They're trickling in, right? <laughs> And then I was just like, oh, wait, hold on, bitch. It's a, lot of, it's a sea of red. It's, yeah. And mm. so then, I mean, and the hat didn't really bother me, but I just know that. Just what's happening. Just right? what's happening. The, the, and cr- then the crowd I'm around. The crowd I'm around, right? Just based on what I see in the mm-hmm. media. Like, no one was blatantly disrespectful right. to my face. Thank God. Because I don't know. I might have froze. Freeze. I'm a freezer. I'm a freezer. I'm very passive. I'm avoidant. And I'm a freezer. Probably would have just froze, like laughed it off, um, or maybe I wouldn't have laughed it off. Maybe I would have cried. I really don't know. Maybe I would have went off. I don't think that's the very last one, though. I don't know, but it just really had me realizing, like, how am I representing my people right now? Hmm. How am I representing my people right now? And that just goes to show you because there's so many different ways we can be represented, and it yeah. goes back to why so many other races have like different views and opinions of us. Because we are multifaceted. Like, we're not the same. We're not all, like, gal, loud, ghetto, and ratchet. At all. Or from the hood. At all. Or, like, came from a single-parent household. Right. Or have kids right now. Right. Um, <laughs> some of us actually did go to school. Some of us did come from a two-parent household. Some of us aren't interested in hip-hop music. Some of us aren't, you know, thinking that fuck 12 fuck the police right like you know fuck the white man and like some of us just aren't like that and so then it just has me thinking deeper like always about what what it is that people have experienced and how it their reaction to me at this current moment is because of a past experience maybe hmm. they got cursed out by a black person they're just like mm, no and that could have been their first encounter with encounter them. you know or maybe i was their first encounter and so it just really has right. me thinking though because also how we've been painted like oh if you're darker you know you're more aggressive or if you're lighter you know you're closer to us so you might be a little bit more understanding mm-hmm. because you're not you're black but you're not that black it just comes down to what excuse me what has already been put in people's heads mm-hmm. and then how we just don't help it as a as a culture 
I want someone to tell me what it means to be black, period. It's hard because I feel like, why do we have to define what it is? Why can't we just be like, we don't have to define what whiteness is. We don't have to define mm, exactly. what an Indian is. Like, like why is it know. what is? Why can't it just simply be who are you? Like, what does it matter? Going we're back very to eclectic, you know, we're a very high span of people just like everybody else. You have your white prestige and then you have your white emo people. You have your trailer trash. There's so many different socioeconomic ways that people can be separated, sure, but their personality still may be more similar than they think. Like, it could be someone from the trailer park and someone who is on his way to Harvard, but they're two of the same people. They're both very smart. They're both very charismatic. They like similar things, but due to one circumstance, they happen to live there, and Mm -hmm. they live there. Like... Why can't you just be who you are? Like, speaking correctly, using proper grammar and enunciation of words, and knowing a certain selection of mm-hmm. music or liking to go to certain places doesn't categorize somebody trying to be white. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, don't ever say that I'm trying to be white. Because we're, I'm going to leave that alone. But intellectual people doesn't have to be a particular race or ethnicity. Is your mind. You can't limit that. Yeah. Due to someone's color. Like. I don't right. Know. So that yeah. And it, you brought up a really good point. Why does it matter. If we know what it means to be black or not. Just do you identify yourself as black. Cool. Fuck it. Let's go. Whatever. Like, <laughs> like let's further. Let's build our. Let's build our legacy. But it comes down to. You know. Asians for example. Um. And Indians, because they both, both, is that white? Or is that a culture or a race? Mm. And that just comes that back down to like me knowing that not only do I need to educate myself on my own um, culture. culture. Right, yeah, okay, so culture. But I need to make sure that I'm being respectful and just learn like a little bit more mm-hmm. about others. So I just fully understand because at the end of the day, like, I'm very open-minded, but, you know, I just need a little bit more information to know. You need a little, read a little bit more books for me. A little bit more articles. Um, this stop being so, like, consumed with myself because, yeah, that, that is definitely a thing. Um, that is definitely a thing, but, uh, yes, yeah, so Asians and Indians, a lot of them, um, and I've heard firsthand stories from when I used to have to be a brand ambassador myself, and I got sent to different uh, convenience stores like Seven Eleven, Boots and Locos, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Just sitting there talking to the, you know, I'm standing in there for a few hours, so might as well just talk to people, right? Mm-hmm. I love talking, um, and just asking them like, "Damn, you're 26. How do you own the Seven Eleven? Well, you know, my family like they came over here and they all put their money together and." One person got a business, made money, gave everybody their money back, and then, you know, they kept, it was a continuous thing. They yeah. built like that. Um, like I said, Asian people do the same. That particular guy was Indian. But yes, Asian people do the same. That's why you see a lot of common um, family names. And this is not because all their names, they pretty much got the last name. No, it's not that. Like actual families that own the beauty supply mm-hmm. store and the nail store or nail shops um as long as with the restaurants mm-hmm. like it's multiple businesses involved 
within one family. Yeah. And that's because they're building each other up. I look at Quinn and his, like, the Filipino culture, and it's like, shit, they find out, you know, a Filipino finds out you're Filipino or you're involved in some type of way with a Filipino. Mm-hmm. They love you. When I was working at Dillard's, um, I, like, the Filipino women that would just come in the store and shop, and I would talk to them, like, Quinn is always, like, my um, home screen. So, like, if they saw it or if he used to visit me at work all the time, mm-hmm. they saw him. Or maybe they would mention something, and I would be able to contribute, um, because like I said, I just be talking, and then my my guys Filipino, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, really? And I'm telling you, people I've never even met before, coming back to bring me some fucking lupia and like pancit and like just synagogue. <laughs> that was that's all of that. Just. Just because, though, because you're associated with them, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And the way they look out, they look out for one another. Yeah. They're like their own community. They say Filipinos are are the black people of Asians, which, I mean, I would believe it. <laughs> I would believe it, believe it because their culture is so, shit, their culture is really, they, they did not, start with their own culture they're like a no different than black people in the sense of they have a lot of stuff going on within them but the difference though is that they still found their own culture from being even though they have integrated um like a lot of other people like so some days Quinn could look darker than me mm-hmm. he could pass for black some days he could pass for Hispanic sometimes he could actually pass for Asian it just depends but that comes from, you know, how the Philippines were, um, I think, the Spaniards. Mm. Like, they came and they, you know, no different than how fucking Christopher Columbus brought the niggas over here and started, like, bringing diseases and mixing and raping and pillaging. And now you got mulatto kids and all that other shit. Same thing. Same, same. And they were also enslaved, too, at one point, I believe. Um... But at the end of the day, they rose above it. They have a sense of togetherness. They have a sense of family. And it's like, okay, if you are a part of our family, mm-hmm. then we're going to look out and take care of you. Black people aren't like that. Not all the time. Not all the time. Some of, some of us are because I am one of the ones that like are. It's like I'm just going to help. But I'll help anyone. Like, I'm just a, like... Fuck it, why not help people? Why not? Like, why not? Why not? Like, Lord, anything that's going to get me to heaven. You know <laughs> said, what I'm why saying? Not? Like, anything that's going to get me to heaven. Jesus said, look, Jesus died on that cross, and I feel him. That was very selfless. So I'm just saying, since I know I probably couldn't do that, I'm going to just do what I can. <laughs> but other people don't think like that. It's all about self. Yeah. It's all about self, and I feel like it's a build. But they to- made it that way, too. Like, Unfortunately, we're so spiritual and not as analytical as we should be that we don't read in between the lines of the propaganda that they portray in front of us. Like, when mm-hmm. it came to women's rights, I'm sorry, but we should not have been fighting that fight. That was the white woman complaining about her white man treating her like shit. It really had nothing to do with us. And we jumped ourselves in it, you know, inviting them to the cookout fighting with their good fight and now mm. we're not worrying about our own men who are being treated like shit by those same men that those women are fighting against mm. but you know okay then they want to promote this whole lifestyle of being independent 
I'm sorry, but I don't like calling myself that. I'm self-sufficient, luckily, but I don't want to be independent because I need you alone. And they promote the fact that, okay, girl, go get your money. You could pay for my meal and things of that nature. You don't see any other culture singing about that or praising that and having the woman be the provider for the family. That doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. But the only reason why they have the audacity to make you feel confident in that is because we know that the men aren't home because they're in fucking prison. Hello, wake up. Like, be mindful of what they're trying to make you be proud of. But, you know, that could be me. But you know what? And then that also, so then I think about it this way. And so, yeah, what are they trying to make you be proud of? Because the moment you realize that shit really wasn't for you in the first place, it's like, oh, well, why were you for it? Exactly. And then it comes down to basic human instincts. Pride and like you know not want to be embarrassed as you were for you know a reason a lot of reason why people don't speak up after the people they were you know supporting does the same shit to them and it's just like well you know now I'm a victim but I'm gonna just sit over here and be a victim in silence because they knew better but like no in actuality the person who did you wrong knew better and you need to still continue to do the right thing and call them out on it but I digress why so many. So why so many black families know who they should and shouldn't leave their kids around, but no one turns them in? You know, Megan Thee Stallion, I'm going to talk about her because I don't even know if you've seen this. I know you don't, you know, pay much attention to her. But Meg, uh, it had gotten out that she had a mugshot, right? So oh, she went yeah. online to talk about her mugshot. Wasn't she like 19, supposedly, like playing with her ex-boyfriend? Yeah, right? yeah. And so, like... Thing. The police asked if, pretty much, you know, they both going at it, right? But the police asked if he had been hitting on her or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And she said no, even though he was. So and she did say no. She did say no. Mm-hmm. But then when the police asked him the same thing, he just, whatever. He yeah, was she so, was hitting upon she, me. Like. She was being mindful about what could happen in defense of, you know, this is, yeah, even though I'm fuck with you right now, you are a black brother in the system, like, that could be in the system. So, you know, it, it ain't that deep. The police just happen to be called or what the fuck ever, right? I'm gonna still do, you, you know, do my part because I'm a sister looking out for my fellow black man, right? But then... Is that looking out for him? Mm. I don't know, and see that also goes into what it means to look out for somebody and the whole like. I'm sorry, that's to me. You hit me, you're going to fucking jail. That's that's just me. Because if you were looking out for me, you wouldn't have fucking hit me. So you put yourself in that position to go to fucking jail. Just like how people are so quick to be like, I'm not working for no white man, blah blah blah. So you'd rather go sit on the fucking corner and hustle for hours on end and get caught up and go to prison and then work for the fucking white man for a couple cents an hour. Think about what the fuck you're doing and what you're saying. Yeah, so then it, that, and see, that's a whole like, thing. Come like, on. how you were even able to bring that up? Because now you aren't looking at it from like a person to person standpoint. It's because we are both black in this situation. What it means. Now we're thinking about our color. We're thinking about our race and the way we like. No, Live the victim is, which makes you more of a victim and you're not even realizing that. Like, nah. If he was looking out for me, he wouldn't have fucking hit me. So why am I looking out for him right now? That mm. doesn't make any sense. Because what if she did do the opposite? Then how would that have been perceived? Snitching? 
Well, then oh, that's you on you. That's how if that's how jail. you would like and to claim like it, then that's thing. on you to claim like, it. I don't care what anyone calls me because he put his fucking hands on me. He's going to goddamn jail. Mm. Somebody robbed me. You're going to fucking jail. Yeah. Like I don't give a fuck. Cause you're call me a sinner if you want to. You could see you do wrong. You're gonna pay for it in some form or fashion. Right, and that's agreeable. But I'm saying not everybody thinks like that. Right, and it's not everybody thinks like that, and it's because we are it's within our own culture that is not encouraged like because we know we're not at the top of the totem pole as far as when it relates to other we know we have our own disadvantages right that Mm -hmm. other people and other races are more privileged than us so it's like well when we can do what we can we do but then that's stupid too because it's like right if we're mindful that we have so many disadvantages, that we have so many more hurdles to climb. We got to work twice as hard to get half as much, blah, 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 all this verbiage, all this rhetoric. But yeah, and still you put yourself in a position that can get you in a worse situation. Mm. Why be that drug dealer? Why not go get the hustle where like, you could be helping somebody? Like, say for in- prime example, you could be doing some side hustle or a main time hustle of like going to sneak out, mental health patients who may need some um individual mm-hmm. counseling and they can use medicare insurance you could be hustling trying to find new clients for that company that you work for but instead to you that's not enough mm. you'd rather go sit on the corner and work for nothing and hope that you get a sale with these drugs and even though you're still at the bottom of the total pull your damn stuff that you don't realize or care to realize because you're giving the money to somebody else you're not buying that brick he is and then he's sprinkling down to you to go hit the corner think about where you are but also think about like some of us that's all that they know yeah all of it is sad like i'm all not negating of any of that no yeah like you know it, I mean? and it's just like it so just how... sucks that that is the thought process right, right. but how to even become the thought process because you know there is you know and i hate to say this but fuck it i'm gonna say it because the same people that's gonna get offended by what i'm about to say are the same people i'm probably fucking talking, talking about, about. <laughs> uh there is a such thing as being too pro-black yeah. there is there is because when you're so when you're so pro black to the sense of like like the bad side of it, you know what I'm saying? The side of it where it's like as if it's not black, I ain't with it. Yeah, I ain't gonna work for a white man because I'm black and I know what it means to be. I'm a black king, you know, and it's cool. My brother like lives that way, but at the end of the day, like, how are you being a productive citizen in society, and how are you using Helping. your <laughs> pro blackness to help your other black people? Yeah. Since you're pro black, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, but nothing. With nothing, like how are you giving back? You can't because you have no money. Give back to your people <laughs> too. That's what you have to do. That's what I think pro black means to me. Yeah, you just switch your focus. Granted, you don't have to go completely broke isolate. To do it, yeah, right. completely isolate everything else that isn't black. <laughs> but right. at, also at the same time, not even <laughs> be helping yourself. Your yourself and your people. Then how so, can you help others if you mm, can't help yourself? Right, right, you right. Can't give something you can't give anything if you have nothing to give. Well they only shop at black stores, so I guess they're helping the black community by contributing. Right. Yeah. Okay, if that's what they think. I mean they are, but it, it's so much deeper than that, you know? Right. It's it's so the surface level mm-hmm. of it is not enough. To really even consider yourself pro-black, to be honest. Hmm. And that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And so it's like, what to, to build a black legacy, it starts it starts within ourselves. It should. And shifting our way of thinking. And that's, then in the midst of that, you find other like-minded people. 
because you can't do it alone. You cannot. You cannot. And not even, you know, using February. Mm, let me tell y'all this. Fuck Black History Month. In the sense of, why isn't it Black History Month for, if you're black, why isn't it Black History Month every month every for day. you? Or every day and every hour and every second. Mm-hmm. Shit, and if anything, let February, the given Black History Month. Shortest month of the year. Mm. Sometimes we get a little extra day. You know, they throw us a little extra cookie, a little every, every four. Because time does not exist. Time does not exist. Time does not exist. The sun goes up. The sun comes down. Years and months, and they're all it just comes down to labels. This is this is a whole other thing. It is a whole other thing. But I'm just saying that, like, why are you waiting for a certain man-made label, like a month? To dictate when you're going to really rally for yourself <laughs> and try to educate the world a little bit That's more because crazy. oh oh January thirty first at eleven fifty nine let us get all these posts ready because haha <laughs> Black History Month y'all like let me really show y'all how hmm. proud I am to be black why are we waiting till then hmm. are you really proud of you exactly I mean not saying you aren't but are you are you using like every opportunity you can mm-hmm. to teach others what it means to be black and even other black people what it means to be black? Because, you know, some of us don't know. <laughs> and some of us are like me still trying to, you know, figure it out. Like just not even figure it out for real. Just educate myself a little bit more right. because I got I got the gist of it. It's too just much gist, black history but... to just even be knowledgeable within one month so that should already tell you that it should be a continuous thing there's so much of us to learn and it's not just from slavery like we existed before that i need people to always be conscious of that that's not where we started that's where the trauma started but that's not where we started you see what i'm saying like thousands before that so to really understand it that's all i'm saying you know, all we can do is do what we can now with the knowledge and the information that, that we, we have, have now. Yeah, and use then, it. you know, just help people become more self-aware. I think that's really the thing. That's the goal. And from there, we'll start a legacy. Because it's also, like, building a legacy isn't just about the money aspect of no, it. No, not at all. Never. Like, I mean, it helps because, you know, a lot of us, like, as as a black culture, you know, we a lot of us are. And, well, take that back. I need to stop saying a lot. There are people out there who are in poverty, who are living in the Section 8, who are homeless, mm. who are, like, um, you know, strung out on ju- drugs, who's out in prison, you know, having kids. Like, so so many other things, right? That if they had a little bit more money or had a little bit more systems in place, like, in the community or whatever, that they can uplift them own selves out of their own like out of their circumstances so money would help in that aspect but at the end of the day if you're not right on the inside you're never going to be right on the outside period i mean yeah pretty much because it's less of us on section eight than people think like it didn't start because of us in the first place like that would have been way too generous for them to have helped us when they burned down black wall street but majority the main purpose of welfare was to help white people I need y'all to remember that. And the majority of people are white, not black. Now, they put us as the face of it, 
you'll find the biggest, blackest one you can fathom to be the face of it on someone's news or being a stereotypical one in a movie. But we're not the majority. We are still the minority. Because think about how the percentages supposedly are that we're less of a population than anybody else. So if that's the case, how can majority of us be on goddamn welfare? Mm. I need y'all to think. Like, always read in between the lines every now and again. Stop looking at things completely at face value. Be a little bit more analytical than that. And I know how smart y'all can be. Just try to put it into some other things besides reality TV. There's so much more out here to learn. But we keep being blinded by that. Reality TV that's not even real. People, celebrity BS that has nothing to do with us because they're not paying any of our bills. Like, if anything, we paying bills for them. Right. You're keeping them employed. Shit, y'all might. You need to be focused on you still being employed or be an employer. Mm. Become the employer. Because obviously you're paying the man or someone else. Right. By watching and giving all these ratings. Bro, Young Miami took her ass up there and asked people to cash up her some money. Mm. And they were doing that. Think about how many people. How many Even if they just sent a dollar. Decides to give this person money. Which also then shows you that she's living a fraudulent life. If she's on these videos talking about how much ice she got, how much money she got, how she doing this dude and throwing him away. She probably doesn't. She probably does, but also... What if she doesn't? Yeah, or she doesn't. But also, maybe she just, you know, perception. Everything you see on your phone... It's not real. It's not real. You know how so many different apps are out there just to filter pictures? Like, right. Man. Maybe she could be sitting somewhere with her friends, sitting somewhere with JT, and just like, look, bitch, you want to make a quick, quick come up real quick? Let me just ask somebody to cash out me some money and look at everybody do it. Too, because then they really, I mean, look, I'm not saying that's happening. It wouldn't surprise me, though. Right. No, it wouldn't. Just like, you know, a lot of stuff that we consume and we get so much of our attention to. I don't think it's coincidental. It is tasteless. And I'm it's sorry, taking our attention for you to be a supposed celebrity, the last thing you would want to do, just because from a smart perspective, they're going to think you broke. A celebrity is asking the cash app. It's not like the quote-unquote fan is just sending the money on their own volition. You're inquiring for it. That's tacky. As a celebrity. That right. could just be me. Because there's still enough people who have given her money, which is, you know, another sad sight. But never, neither here nor there. Like, just off rip. For you being a celebrity, like, you would never see. I haven't seen anyone else ever do that. Period. I've never seen anyone else ever do that. So, she that's interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. All I'm saying, y'all, y'all need to. Uh, Mm. do some research look look inside of yourself and maybe we'll come back and discuss you know black legacy get, get your thoughts on this episode mm-hmm. happy black history month happy BHM everybody BHM oh yeah yeah BHM you're fun yeah I was thinking about it <laughs> BHM ta-ta ta-ta to until next time all
And I bet you that was the best one we recorded. Fuck yeah!